Good afternoon. Good evening. <laughs> yeah, actually, I'm glad just to be uh, in in Appleton, and so glad to see you. And thank you for praying for us. And uh, it's always a joy just to come back. And uh, huh, I don't know for this time, you know, if I'm going to be able just to pay back Pastor Dwight, because Pastor Dwight always says something. Basia, you owe me something. And I say, tell me why. Because you got a girl from my fellowship. So I don't know what he wants for that. But <laughs> yes, Calvary uh, Chapel, Kane, Haiti, send greeting for you guys. And so they know that you guys are praying for us. We really appreciate the fellowship, the, the relationship between the two Calvary Chapel, Calvary Chapel Appleton and Calvary Chapel, Kane, Haiti. So myself, I'm glad to be here for the conference, and, uh, and uh, I want to thank Pastor Dwight for giving me the, the opportunity also just to teach uh, tonight. As he, Pastor Dwight said, you know, we are going to be in Psalm 20, 126. Let's open our Bible to, to Psalm 126, and I want to read it for you. When the Lord brought back the captivity of Zion, we were like those who dream. Then our mouth was filled with, with laughter, and our tongue with singing. Then they said among the nations, The Lord has done great thing for them. The Lord has done great thing for us, and we are glad. Bring back our captivity, O Lord, has a stream in the south. Those who saw in tears shall reap in joy. He who continually goes forth weeping, bearing seed for sowing, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you so much for getting us here. And it's always a good time when we see the Bible is open, and so we are just waiting to hear what you want to say. Lord, thank you for getting me here, but I pray that, Lord, you would use me just like your vessel and uh, use me like your instrument tonight and uh, just to get your word out. And, uh, Lord, I pray that for each and everyone here tonight, and uh, let's uh, these words just speak to her, to the heart, Lord, and, and uh, we're so thankful just to see that these people in uh, expressing the joy. And uh, thank you, Lord, again for this conference coming up. And I pray that, Lord, you would have your hand upon it. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Psalm 126, it's like living the dream. Uh, as Pastor Dwight said, <laughs> this psalm, we, we really don't know who wrote it. And, uh, but uh, the good thing out of this psalm is uh, we can learn so much from it. And so one thing that we know that this psalm has written, you know, after the 70 years when the people, I mean, they were in captivity in Babylon, and so in their return. And so this psalm, Psalm 126, is uh, considered like the expression of the people. I mean, you're talking about, you know, how happy they are to be back, how happy they are. So they are back, you know, home. And one thing that we know, we know that in the Jeremiah 29, 1 to 10, and so it's talk about, you know, how these people 
it's explained, you know, how Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, you know, took these people to Babylon and took these people from Jerusalem, or I would say from Judea to, the, to Jerusalem. He gathered his army and just come around the city and just so this is how, you know, he, they, were, they were able just to take these people to, to, to Babylon. And also in, uh, in, uh, in Daniel chapter, chapter 1, we see that also they not only took the article, you know, kind of everything. So what happened, they did, they did take, you know, all the important people, I would say, you know, the cream of, uh, of, 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 that, the, of that nation. So, and uh, you can see that they talk in the book of Daniel, they want to take people and uh, that are very knowledgeable. And so you can imagine that leaving that area with only the poor people, I mean, uh, who really can't, uh, I mean, you know, it, it's, it was like if you would take, you know, everyone, all, all the rich people from America, and you would go somewhere else with them, and so what would left, you know, in America. So it was, uh, this is what was happening there. In Jeremiah, you know, 52, 28, it says that, it talks about how many people together that came from uh, Judah and uh, a Judea just to go to, to Babylon. And so if you would go to Jeremiah 52, 28, it says how many people. These are the people whom Nebuchadnezzar carried away captives. So there were a total of uh, 3,023. But it was more than that. When you go to, to verse 30, it says all the person were 4,600. So the question is, uh, why did God allow Nebuchadnezzar, I would, I would say the people from Babylon, just to come and get these people from, from Jerusalem or, or, or Judea? Here's the answer in Second Chronicle 36.55. It says that we learned that a Jehoiakim was 25 years old, you know, when he became, he became king. And so we found that it says that he did evolve in the sight of the Lord his God. So why did God allow these people taken to Babylon? Because they have done bad things against him. So I really thank myself about uh, my relationship with the Lord a lot. And I take it seriously. I mean, uh, daily I think about it. Before I go to bed, I think about it. I say, Lord, you know, where am I with you? Just, want, just, just checking my life. So, because what happened, you know, when, you, when your relationship with the Lord is not right, oh, you are in trouble. And you're really in trouble. Just because if you are a true Christian and you, you enjoy the relationship that you had with the Lord, you have with the Lord, I mean, you know, the day that, you know, you feel that, there is some kind of distance between you and God. It's hard for you to even sleep at night. And you, you will see that even David. David is a great example with his, uh, the sin that he committed, you know, with, uh, I would say, with Bathsheba. David could not sleep. David was, he felt in trouble. Oh, my God, you know, what can I do? And so we, we understand that in 2 Samuel 11, it's talk about, you know, David fast while the child was still alive. When did he eat? He ate after the child died. Why? Because 
that, that is done. So the the, he can have fellowship again with God. So he is a great example. So our sin is really something that, when we sin, God really doesn't want to see things like that. And so when we sin, what happened, and God is not happy with what we do. And so because of that, our relationship, you know, is kind of broke, is broken little by little. And sometimes even while you're at church, you just feel that you're kind of being cold, you're kind of being cold, being cold, being cold, and until you may even leave the church. And uh, so if you don't work it out, because something I always tell people, especially in Haiti, you don't, you don't want when there is a problem, you try to fix it. And who can help you fix it is only the Lord can fix it. So how is, how is that going to be fixed when there is a problem between you and the Lord? First of all, you confess the sin. That's what you need to do. And so when you do that, and uh, you will say that we'll see the fellowship will come back again. And so you will have joy and, uh, when that relation is back again. So uh, I said that, yes, you can, be, you can be in trouble when the relation, you know, stop. Uh, here's something to hold on when you feel that you are in that place. God said to, 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 to the people, I'm not going to, uh, it's kind of, uh, I will not keep my anger toward you forever. One thing to remember, that it's like, you know, you are the children of God. So you may do something that God is not happy with, but he's, he's not going to throw it away. He will try to work it out with you. And so when things like that happen, what you do, you just stay at his feet, crying out. Something, so, something I always see between the, the, the children and the parent. Even though you try to whip your kids, you are very hard with your kids. What right after a second, the kids will just come at your feet. Mom, mom, or dad. So what does that mean? It's over. So we're done. It's some kind of correction. So uh, just consider that it is a period of time where uh, the Lord is trying to work things out in you, and so you just need to, uh, to uh, put yourself available so the Lord can really reach out your heart totally. So the Lord promised he would not, uh, kind of, he, he promised that he would not keep his anger toward the, toward the people. So uh, he promised he would allow the people to come back. I mean, the people that have been captive to going to Babylon, he, he promised that, you know, you guys are not going to be there forever. I want, to, to, I want you just to know that. Not today, not tomorrow, but after 70 years, you're going to come back. And that's why we, we, we start by saying that living the dream. It's like for all these years, these people... All they can think about, all they can pray about is, Lord, when will, that, when will that time happen? I really would like to go back. It's the same like, you know, uh, 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 something happened to, to you. I mean, you know, here you are, you're in trouble with the Lord, and so, and so the relationship is not very good. It's not the same anymore. And, and when you are a good Christian, when you, are, when you are someone who loves the Lord, who enjoyed your relationship with the Lord, 
you are not going to try to run away. You're going to make sure that, Lord, I want to go back to my place. I really want to have that relationship with you again. Because you know that God is not through with you. He's just trying to, 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 to bring correction in your life. And so these people, they, they, they knew that. Jeremiah, in, in Jeremiah 33, 7, said, I will cause the captives of Judah and the captives of Israel to return and will rebuild those places as at first. So what a great joy just to know that for these people, even though they are in Babylon, for them to know that, yes, there is a day I will come. It's the same like you, 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 you and I, you know, we're hoping for a day. For the conference, it's like uh, it's uh, the, uh, the blessed hope. So what are we really looking for? What do we dream? We dream one day our Lord will come, and so we will go with him. That's what we dream. And so what's going to happen when, when that day comes? What are you going to say? What will be your expression? What are you going to say? What are you going to say to your wife while standing by you? When Jesus returned. So these people out there, yes, they are, they, are, they are in a foreign land, but they know that they will come back. So that's why when you and I are in trouble with the Lord, it is not the time for you and I just to stop coming to church. It is not the time for you and I to stop reading our Bible. It is not the time for you and I to stop coming to the Bible study. Instead, it is the time to always be on time, to always, you know, stay at, you know, at Jesus' feet because he is the one you are in trouble to. I feel much better if I'm in trouble with, with God than being with even a man because a man may not forgive me, but God will. I feel much better no matter, no, no matter what happened between God and I. I would just say, Lord, please forgive me. I know that I am wrong. I know that I am wrong. You don't, you don't fight with God. So, you know, if you want to start the fight with God, you know, just know that you're going to be the second. He's going to run it for sure. So that's all you need to say. In Jeremiah 2019, for thus says the Lord, after 70 years, after com- 70 years are completed at Babylon, I will visit you. I will visit you perform my good words toward you and cause you to return to his place. So for all this time, we need to remember that there is a, a great man, you know, among the, these people in Babylon. His name is, that is Daniel. So Daniel, while he is there, he knew that prophecy. He knew that God promised he would go back with, he will come and just get these people, get them back to the land again. And so when you go to Daniel chapter 9, we see Daniel praying to the Lord, pleading for the people. So what would he say? Let's go to Daniel chapter, chapter 1, and let's see what he said. Daniel chapter 9. In the first year of Darius, the son of, he sure is so many names of, Lioness of the Medes, who was made king over the realms of the Sheldons. In the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, understood by the book the number of the years specified by the word of the Lord through Jeremiah the prophet, that he would accomplish 70 years 
in the, in the desolation of Jerusalem. Then I set my face toward the Lord God to make requests by prayer and supplication with fasting, sackcloth, and ashes. And I prayed to the Lord, my God, and made confession and said, O Lord, great and awesome God, who keeps his covenant and mercy with those who love him and with those who keep his commandment. We have seen and committed iniquity. We have done weakly and rebelled, even by departing from your precept and your judgment. Neither have we heeded your servant, the prophet, who spoke in your name to our kings and our princes, to our fathers and all the people of Israel. O Lord, righteousness belong to you, but to us shame of face has as is this day, to the men of Judah, to the inhabitant of Jerusalem in all Israel, those near and those far off in all country to which you have driven them, because of the unfaithfulness which they have committed against you. O Lord, be, uh, belong shames of faith to our kings, our prince, our princes, and our fathers, because we have sinned against you. So, David, uh, he he knew that, and he started to pray, and so pleading for these people to do what to come back. So, here's one thing that I don't like to do. I don't like to rejoice when somebody falls. I never want to rejoice in it. And instead, I want just to come alongside the person who fall. Because today it's him, tomorrow it can be me. That's why we need to help each other. So when someone falls, I just want to come alongside of him. So I remember when I went to Haiti, there was a pastor in the area. So he was, in, he was getting himself in trouble. And it was time for him just to leave the church. The people there were, he did not know what to do. And in Haiti, what happened? When there is a problem, nobody comes to you just to help you out. It's like you on your own. There is time in life, you know, you know, even though you are the senior pastor, there are time in life you need somebody to come alongside of you just to help you out. You just need to, just to open the door so people can talk to you. They can, the, same, the same advice you've been giving the people is going to be the same advice they're going to give you too. Especially when you are in, tro- when you, when you are in trouble, you know, sometimes you, you can't think well. Sometimes you, don't, you need that. Before I left Haiti to come here, my mom and uh, the assistant pastor, you know, they, they, they said, Pastor, we want to pray for you. That's something I do for people when they go somewhere. They say, we want to pray for you. Oh, I was so glad. So, that did that. So I really don't want to rejoice on people. So Psalm 126, it's like it is too good to believe that we are back. It is too good to believe that finally we're home. So it is like it, it is like every day that the people dream to go back. I can't wait to go back. So the first time. 
I got to America, I was dreaming. I mean, before I come. Yes, I got my resident, I got, I got my visa. And it was kind of maybe 20 days before I can fly. I dream I am on the plane. I dream that I'm going to church. Even after I got here, and I said, sometimes I just look at everything. I said, I can't believe I am in America. Is that true? I, I look at Betty and I said, Betty, I'm in America. Is that really true? So I think this is the, that's the same thing happened to these people. Yes, they knew that. The Lord promised they would come back to the land. But when it's happened, is that really true? It is, it, it is, it is, it is something they cannot even believe, I would say, to, to see them you know, in the land. So, uh, verse 1 to verse 3. When the Lord brought back the captive of Zion, we were like those who dream. Is it really true we're back? So I am finally home. I, I, I'm going to talk to the guys right now. The, the girls can listen to that. So when you're dating your wife, oh, you're talking to, to that's your girlfriend. You're talking, you know, you're planning, you know. You're thinking about, is that the white girl just to marry? And, but sometimes, you know, you find a beautiful girl. You are anxious. You want to marry that girl. And so one day you said, do you want to marry me? And the girl would just look at you. You are so scared. He's going to say, you know, yes, I want to marry. Oh, is that really true? You want to marry me? So why is that second question again? Why do you say that the second time? Sometimes we said, we are so happy. We are so, we, oh, we, we, we can't believe. I can't believe that you say yes. Did you really say what you mean? Did you say you really want to marry? Even, sometimes it is even after you got married. Especially when you, when, you, when you meet someone. I mean, so many people were kind of after this girl. I mean, so many people want to marry that person. And sometimes you feel that you are less qualified. And you're in the list. And so even after you got married, sometimes you look at your wife and say, is that really true? Right? And so it's, 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 kind, of, it's kind of the same thing when you, when you see that. So in verse 2, it says that, Then our mouth was filled with laughter, and our tongue with singing. Then they said among the nations, the Lord has done great thing for them. So, how did they express their happiness? By singing. How did they express that? By singing. And so, I, uh, I remember when I, uh, when I went back to Haiti and I look at the land, I look at the property, there was nothing there. Coming from America, I've seen so many things and I dreamed to have to have so many things done in that place. So we had nothing, so now we have a school, now we have a radio station, now we have uh, the church is done building, we, uh, we having a very good water project going on. And so sometimes I, I just, when I, as I'm walking you know, on the property, nobody there but just myself. For the thing that I dreamed for, I wanted to see happen, when I look at them, I started to sing myself. I saw how God is faithful. 
And sometime I just, I started to sing. I don't even know the song that I am singing. I sing some of the praise song. I just, it's, I am so happy. And what happened, not only me see that, sometimes people standing far away, they look at me. Why is this guy so happy? It took people at the church a long time before they can understand my dream, before they can understand what I've been sharing to them, what I would like to see done. It's happened not too long ago when the assistant pastor and the, and, and, and the elders at the church, they look at me and they say, Pastor, we understand right now what you've been talking about for a long time. We really understand your vision right now. That's really give me peace when they say that. It was hard for me to leave the church behind because I was kind of wondering, you know, what would happen? And today I feel so at peace. They get the vision. They understand it. So these people, they were expressing their happiness by, by laughing, you know, and by laughing. And so they were so, so happy. And uh, what kind of song they were singing, I don't know. <laughs> So it's, I, I would say that, you know, for you, like, like when God does something for you, how do you express your happiness? When, when you are rejoicing for what God has done for you, things you've been praying for for a long time. Maybe you, you've been at a place, you were thinking, Lord, will I ever get out of that? Will I ever have a job to support my family? Will I ever, you know, people talking so bad about me, people saying this, people saying that. But, you know, I'm innocent, you know, when are you going to get me out of that? So when that's happened, so what do you do? Can you just sit, not saying anything? Oh no, because you are so rejoicing, because you are so happy, you probably would walk you know, among the church and say, look at what God has done for me. God, God gave me a husband. I remember when Betty and I, we got married. I mean, Betty was praying for a long time to have a husband. And so Betty was laughing, having a good smile all the time. I thought, so do I. So, I mean, I have a husband. I'm glad she loves me and I love him. And so she could not stop that. And when she came back to America, people could see the difference, how happy she was. She was happy. And every day she's been, she, she, she's been thanking the Lord for having me. That's what she's been saying all the time. Because she's been praying for something and the Lord gave him, gave me to her, I would say. And so she was so happy. So these people, yes, they were dreaming, dreaming to come back. You, you can think about, you know, when you, are, when you are in a country that this is not where you were born. You know, the food are different. The worship different, you know, everything's different. So, I mean, you don't feel comfortable. Yes, you will live there. Some of the people, they go to a place just to walk. And every day, you know, they're thinking about, you know, when will they go back? They're dreaming every day. So, ah, so the people incarnate today, they really understand what's going on. So in verse 2, not only, not only to say that, you know, they say, they say that, no. among the nations, the Lord, among the nations, the Lord has done great things. Still in verse 2, the Lord has done great things for them. Here's the thing. When you are happy, no matter what you're doing in life, there are always people watching you. Whether you know, the result of what he's doing is good, whether the result of what he's doing is bad, people are always watching you. In this case, 
These people from Babylon, they were rejoicing, and the Bible says the nations, and they, they talk about, you know, and uh, then they said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. But really what, what really caught my heart is not only that, is I, I like when people say that, oh, Pastor Basia, you, you, you are doing good. Thank you for saying that. Pastor Bash, I see that God is really working in you. This is you saying that. But how about me? How do I say it? I mean, does what you say about me is really true? Because I am the only one knowing myself with the Lord. I'm glad this verse, it says in verse 3, the Lord has done great things for us. We understand that God has done something, great thing for us. That's why I I take it in a, more in a personal level. We are so happy. Yes, you know, the world, you know, the nations, they've seen that. But ourselves, we understand that and we see that God has done great things for us. And you know what? That this, verse, this verse is what we use for our annual verse in Haiti. I tell the people, we're going to hold on this verse. Psalm 126, verse 3. The Lord has done great things for us, and we are glad. I have them stand up on Sunday morning. Let's say that out loud. The Lord has done great things for us. We are glad. And I said, now let's think about yourself. How many things God has done for you? Are you glad for what God has done for you? Just think about it, not for us only. But think about what God has done for you. And I think tonight, if they would give, if we, if they would give uh, each and every one the opportunity to come, even for two minutes, just to, to talk about what God has done for you guys, there would be so many things for you to talk about. And, and you know, and, and, and for all that has done for you, and, and you, it's like you should be while you are in your vehicle having your hands up. Lord, thank you so much for what you have done for me. Thank you so much. And so we need to take that more personal, not only the nations, but let's think about what God has done for us. The first thing God has done for us, I would say, let's say for me, he saved my life. Would you agree with me? Because God saved your life, that's something that should keep you rejoicing every day. You know what the Bible doesn't say here? For how long these people were rejoicing? It doesn't say. So for how long should you be rejoicing? Should you be happy for what God has done for you? I'm going to guess forever. How about we, 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 we kind of, you know, for because we are saved, because God took us from where we are at, I mean, no matter what you've been going through in your life, I mean, before you accept the Lord, but the first day that you accept the Lord and you start to enjoy the fellowship with God, so what happened? Do you remember that day? Every day you come inside the church, when they say, let's stand up and praise the Lord, you are the first one standing because you just what? To... How about now? Do you still do it? We should still be happy. For what God has done for us. And uh, you should remember that. But here's a question that I have. I know that you know when you were born. If I say it so. 
when were you born? You would say, oh, January 9th. I remember that. But if I say, do you remember when you were born again? Would you remember that? That's something important. Actually, I really want to mention that, you know, in my, in, in my session, you know, during the conference. That is very important. Every year you celebrate what we call your birthday. How about your birthday, your, your, the, the second birthday, when you are born again? Which one is more important? Tell me. The second one. So why don't we celebrate it every year? We should do that. Because it is so, so important. So when I'm teaching, you know, here's one thing. I do not start worshiping. Like if, if, we, if the service starts at uh, 6 o'clock or 6.30, me, I start worshiping the day that I start preparing the sermon. Because as you're preparing, what happened, you are receiving God's word before you can pass it on. And so I start to worship the Lord, you know, while I'm preparing. So, ah, I so enjoy seeing these people when they said, the Lord has done great things for us. We are in, uh, so, and we are glad. Let's go to verse 4 to 6. Bring back our captivity, O Lord, as the stream in the south. Those who saw in tears shall reap in joy. He who continually goes forth weeping, bearing seed for sowing, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. Bring back our cap uh, bring back our captivity, O Lord, as the stream. The people as they were coming back from Babylon, they were not coming back at once. So do you remember that, you know, as they were going to Babylon, it's happened several times, many years, and it's the same, it's happened. So it's like, you know, it's like when you see the water coming, I mean, you see the water coming, 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 coming. This is how it's happened to these people. So it was a succession of years it's like the water in the south. So that's what the Bible says. So in verse 5, those who saw in tears shall weep with joy. Wow. <laughs> Why would you keep doing something when it is hard to do? Why would you keep being pregnant while, you know, carrying the baby is hard? Why would you keep walking? While sometimes while you are walking, you don't feel what to stay walking, but you do. You love the paycheck, right? You love, you know, when, when, uh, when it's time to, to, just to receive the paycheck. You don't want to be standing and they don't call your name. So sometimes things can be hard. Sometimes it can be hard and, and, uh, and, and you really want to quit. Sometimes you don't even know what to do. And uh, sometimes even what you do, and you do it, and sometimes you cry. And I remember Betty, that's happened to Betty. I've seen that. Betty in front of the computer, walking. The frustration, not having good internet, 
has so much to do, she's been crying in front of the computer. But I say, I want to have that done. And, you know, I'm so behind. I would like to have that done. And I said, Betty, just, just maybe just, just leave it for tomorrow. No, I cannot leave it. They need that for the kids. The kids need to have food to eat. Tell it this, then it that. She did not look at the tears coming out, but she looked at the kids that need to, to, to eat. Why do we go out to share the gospel? Is it for me? Do I go out to share the gospel? Is it for me? No. It's for the people that are dying out there. I could stay in America. In the pastor's wife, he's saved already. He could just enjoy staying at home and on Wednesday, on Sunday. But he's taking care of you. And when I go to Haiti or the missionaries, they go out. They go out just to save other people. But sometimes it's hard. And I'm going to talk about that in one of the sessions. People think, I mean, you know, being a pastor is so easy, so sweet, just enjoying a cup of coffee and, and you know, going to eat all the time. And that's that. It is not that way. It can be so hard. Yes, you, you enjoy it, but there is a balance. Some days it's so hard. Some days, oh my goodness, it's so great. So, it said, those who saw in tears shall weep in joy. I like people taking care of the garden. When the planting stuff, this is what's going on. They, 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 they put on the ground, and so it's sunny. I mean, you're like, you know, you, cannot, you, don't, you can't find anything in the garden to eat. You're just planting. And sometimes your face is... You know, because there's nothing and you, 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 are, you don't look so happy. But what happened? When, it's, when it is time, just uh, when, when the food are good to eat and uh, when the beans are good just to, to when they're ripe, you know, it's, they're ready to eat. What happened? You can take all your kids. You go to the garden. Let's take it. Let's take this. Let's take that. And it's you so happy. You bring back so many things home. I really don't know what you're going through, but know that it is, uh, it is not going to stay like that. It is really not going to stay like that. That's why when you see in verse 6, it says, He who continually goes forth, weeping, bearing seeds for sowing, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. Uh, how can I say that? Being in Haiti... There are times, I think, very hard. Yeah, I remember Betty, you know, had a hard time with people not understanding. Not because they did not, did not understand what Betty, what Betty said, the Creole word, but it's like, it's like the spoon. Betty has a story of the spoon. Like Betty would say, okay, take this lid, put it on top of that, and they would take it, they put it all the way in the back. And they said, ay, ay, ay. <laughs> this is not what I said. So being out there, it's, uh, you know, we, <laughs> Benny and I, I really, I, I really miss Betty. Let me say that. Because we talk a lot, especially when things are hard in Haiti. When things are hard, sometimes, you know, it's hard for her. And I just come around her and I said, it's not going to be like that, Betty. 
One day we're going to have drinking water. Don't worry, Betty. One day we're going to have electricity. Sometimes the electricity stops. He said, Bastia, I'm in the middle of this. Watch. I said, it's not going to stay like that, Betty. What do you dream for? And I said, let me tell you what we would like to have. We want one day to have electricity 24-7. We're going to have it, Betty. Just believe it. We're going to have it. And so uh, it's like uh, here you are, you're planning stuff. And uh, you're walking, you're planning stuff, and it's so hard as you're doing it. But there is no doubt when it is time just to get what you've been planning, you will not get it. It's like, you know, no matter what, if you plant good, if you plant, you're going to get something out. And you're going to rejoice. Bring his sheaves with him. So he is the nation. He is the people. And uh, they were in, uh, in Babylon, dreaming every day, thinking about, Lord, when is that going to happen? Every day thinking about, so am I going to come back? I wonder if they dream sometime they're back in Israel and Judah. Yes, that could happen. And when it's finally happened, what happened today? They were so glad. Not only they were so glad. All the nations saw that. They even made comment on it. They are so glad God, the Lord has done great things for them. So tonight, when you go home, I think it's good just to think about it. Just say, Lord, you've done so many things for me. I just remember where you got me inside the bar, drinking all the time. I was lost. I've been found. Lord, thank you. And you should keep saying that all the time. Lord, thank you. Just let your heart speak. Just when you are rejoicing, let your heart speak. And so I think you should think about that. I live my life this way. All the time I am praying. The Bible says that. We should pray always. But my life is, is, is like, you know, I am always rejoicing. I am always thanking the Lord. I just so appreciate just the way, I mean, I'm breathing. It's so good. I always think about that. I don't know if you ever have a hard time to breathe. Either some problem you cannot breathe. It's so hard. And I can't breathe, but I'm just so glad just even for that. And I feel that I need to thank the Lord all the time, all the time, all the time. So my, my whole life, always having my hands on, you know, in the air, doing what? Lord, thank you. Lord, thank you. Thank you for what you've done for Kane. Thank you for what you're doing for Kane. I see the dreams coming through. This is what I do all the time. So you need to think about it. Think about, you know, what God has done for you. Think about, you know, Things you dream for. And because of what God has done for you, that can really give you confidence that he will do what you dream for. I know that uh, the Lord has something. I mean, as we're talking, you know, for sure the Lord 
is talking to some of you just to help you to remember, you know, what he's done for you. So don't think that I'm crazy if you see my hands in the air. Don't think that I'm crazy if I'm singing because they've known me in Haiti as a man always singing. And sometimes I don't remember if I have visitors because you won't even know that. When you are rejoicing, when, when you are in a good fellowship with God, you forgot if you are visitors, you forgot where you are because you are rejoicing. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for your word. And Lord, uh, we just, we don't want to uh, forget, you know, what you've done for us. Seeing the people and uh, the people coming back to the land, Lord, that's how rejoicing they were. And uh, they expressed the joy, Lord, by singing. And Lord, and, uh, and uh, some people expressing the joy just say hallelujah. And uh, some people, to express the joy, they will say, let me sing for the Lord. Let me do this. I want to be, I want to do something for you, Lord, because I am so glad. And uh, Lord, thank you for these people tonight. And uh, as they were listening, I pray that, Lord, you, 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 you have this, this word just go straight into their heart and the mind. And so I pray that, Lord, they would allow this word just to, just not only to get into their heart, just to, to really do something positive, Lord, in their heart. And I thank you so much. Thank you so much for what you've done for us. We can never forget that. Thank you for our salvation. And, uh, Lord, I, I just uh, pray again for the conference. And uh, you would uh, do amazing thing during the time, Lord, we're going to spend at your feet praising you, being under your teaching, Lord. And I thank you for everything. Thank you for this Bible study. In Jesus' name that I pray. Amen.